There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Syrupcast, Mobile Syrup's Canadian tech-focused podcast. This week, we're taking a trip back in time, and we're going to talk about our favorite feature phone and also our favorite smartphone, I guess, at the same time. Um, I think both of you are going to have a feature phone that you're going to talk about. I was wrong. I thought that like maybe I was too old and you guys didn't use one, but that was a, a an incorrect assumption on my part. I'm Patrick O'Rourke and Brad Bennett, a man who refers to himself as the bad boy of tech. He's across the internet for me. He's physically in the mobile syrup office. I think this is the first time we're doing a podcast from there. Yeah, I think it is. Check it out. Check it out, everybody. This is one small corner of it. We've got a shelf over here. There's a basket with some craft supplies. You know, we love that. Um, and yeah, I'm Brad Bennett. My first phone was a feature phone because my parents decided I didn't need a BlackBerry. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have uh, John on the podcast today. John, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am not in the mobile syrup office. Uh, I'm at home, but I am dialed in seeing the office through Brad Bennett's camera. It's looking you're, pretty nice. You're preparing pretty... for the newest mobile syrup team member, you know, yeah, exactly. you've got big things going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my wife is eight, eight days months now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so she's eight days from, uh, giving birth. So Oof. 38 weeks. It's insane. So okay. this will be John's last podcast for, for a couple months, weeks, several weeks, couple, couple weeks? months, yeah. actually, I guess once you, once you add the weeks up. Yep. So it's a little bittersweet, but I'll be back. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Maybe we'll, we'll call you in someday randomly or something. I'm sure we'll talk over the time. Who knows? Not for work purposes, just to like chat. Yeah. You just call him into the, he's trying to take care of his new, his new child and just call him into the middle of the podcast just as I a mean, guest. We're calling, we're calling in to get the child. As, do you have a name? Should we have something we should be calling it other than the child? <laughs> So oh, yeah, we do, we do have a name, uh, but we're keeping people? it secret for, for the time being. Fair enough. When we were, when we were still in the brainstorming process, we kept coming up with like different names that we liked. And then we would like tell people and every time somebody would be like, Oh, I know someone who had that name. They were the worst person ever. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, great. That, well, there goes that idea. Let's scratch yeah. that one off the list. Then you have that to associate sense. that name with that, with that like awful thought. Yeah. Yeah. That would not be fun. Yeah, yeah. Probably so we, we just stopped sharing our ideas, and once we settled smart. on a name we liked, we're like, "This is it," and we're not going nice. to tell anyone. Nice, that's smart. The Fair name's after a, a smartphone, right? Yeah, it's it's hundred oh, yeah. uh, percent. It's the bold B one ten zero or something. I thought, yeah. Imagine yeah. somebody did that. <laughs> Elon Musk did it, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true, kind of. <sighs> Okay, so I'll, I'll kick it off, um, and basically the way we're going to do this is each of us are going to come to the table, I think, with at least one phone that we want to talk about for nostalgic reasons. I think Bennett has an array of phones that he's going to talk about. I won't um, talk about them all, but I'll just list what I've, you know, my, them. Okay. my phone cred, I've got it down. I wrote it for a reason. Your, your phone street cred? Yeah. 
So the the first one that I want to talk about is the the Sony, and I I tried to figure out which one I had, and I don't I don't know because they're all so very similar, and they were all really really prevalent in Canada. So it's the Sony Ericsson W eight hundred, W eight ten, or W seven hundred, and this is the like Walkman phone. When when I was in high school, this thing was like everywhere because it was one of the first phones in Canada to be widely oh, yeah, available to to like to be. Is that, is that the picture of it? Yeah. Did you have the orange one? We'll yeah, it. I had the orange one. So I oh, think I had so the, cool. the W810. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that I had. Um, and it was the first phone that I got on like a plan. Like I was with, um, I think I was with Rogers at the time. They had like a pretty good deal to get it. Um, I had just gotten like my first credit card. So I went out and got got a, a, a phone on a, on a plan. Wait, um, you got your first credit card. So you were a man when you got your first phone? Oh yeah, definitely an, an eighteen-year-old man. Yeah, oh, that's I, and fair. I did. Wow, I, I didn't, was like twelve, I think. This wasn't the first phone that I got. Maybe I had 13. a, I had a, um, a Virgin mobile phone that was an LG device, and I, I haven't. I I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find like sp- the specific model. It was just like a flip phone. Yeah, but finding my flip phones are really hard. This was my first phone, like that was. This is a phone Obviously. for ballers. I want to talk about it. Just keep talking about it. It looks so cool. Like it looks like a camera, but you're telling me it's a Walkman. I, I want to know more about it. One of the coolest things about it for me was the fact that it had Bluetooth. That's what I was alluding oh. to earlier. It was one of the first um, smartphones to be widely available in Canada that had Bluetooth. So I remember like being in the cafeteria at lunch in high school and like trading songs with people over Bluetooth. It was like a new, Damn. a new thing. Um, a cool. lot of people had the... I was wondering the, what you would do with Bluetooth back in the day. Is that it? That, that was it. That, that was what I did with it. Or sending yeah. games, like sending game files, because that was another thing with this phone is it, it had expandable storage, um, which like some phones did back then, but... It, yeah, it was more, more popular then than it is now, unfortunately, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So I, I had, a um, I think, like a two gig card or, or something like that in it. But mostly I, I didn't put like songs or anything on it because I still, I, I used an iPod for music, right? I didn't put anything on my phone. I don't know why. When I think back, it probably, maybe it was a storage concern, I guess. Two gigs. Probably. That's not a lot of stuff. I'm assuming the music playing interface on here was not nearly as good as the uh, iPod either, you know? No, no, it wasn't. And it, w- it wouldn't download album art and that, that sort of stuff either. <sighs> that sucks, um, yeah. But I, but I used it for, for games. Like I would probably pirate them actually. Like I don't remember buying a lot of games from like uh Roger's store or something. I, I probably I'm, just downloaded torrents of them and installed them on, on my device. That's a pro strat. What do you think you were playing? Like Snake or were you like as hard as Brick Breaker? You get some solitaire on there. Like what kind of levels are we talking? There is actually this just one. Side scrollers. This one game. Um and I don't remember if it was on this phone or my next phone, which I believe was like a, a Blackberry 810. Nice. Um, and it was like this motocross game. What? Two D motocross game, side scrolling, where you like could do flips and stuff and go through a track. And there's like, I loved it. I played it like so much. That's and to a... this day, I've never been able to find what that game was. Like, I I can't. I don't know what it is. I've like, like spent hours sometimes trying to find it on the internet. So if if somebody knows what that game is, let me know. It was like totally monochrome. There's no color to it. Black and white. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, was the screen color on this phone? I'm seeing in the demos, it's like the orange Walkman logo on the screen, but was it, it actually was color, like a yeah. color screen? If I remember correctly, it was color. 
There was um, it had a, a camera too. for it. There was an iPod dock for it that was the no, same was orange there, color. Really? Apparently, it looks sick. I didn't anyway, know that. Yeah, it, it I think so it's third baller. party. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, I don't have much else to say, but it was like a, a very cool looking phone. It was very compact. I actually saw someone like whip it against the wall once when I was in high school. Not my phone, but I saw them whip their phone against the wall. They picked it up and it was like totally fine after. Um, it was like a very, it was like a very phones of this era. It was like, I wasn't as in, I, yeah, I wasn't as into them as I am today, but I kind of wish that I was like a phone guy back then because they were more exciting in a sense than what we see now. Like every phone was different and looked different. And this phone has like such a distinct personality too, with the yeah. orange and like the, the camera styling and the camera style. Yeah. The camera was awful. I even remember thinking back then that like the camera was brutal. It was like a potato, but like brutal. it's designed to look kind of like a camera, which I think is a cool, a cool yeah, look. That's you know? true. Um, and then I think the only other thing that I wanted to mention about it is just that the, the joystick was like, a little bit wonky the joystick that used to navigate like i ran into mm. instances where it would just stop working um but yeah it was a it was an interesting phone from a very interesting era um and i think it only cost like a few hundred bucks because phones were way cheaper back then so just to get more clarification because i'm seeing so many of them on here do you have like a candy bar style one or was it one that sort of flipped out to reveal the keyboard i'm no, assuming were, all the ones were t9 that you had though right There's it was no candy bar it was all t9 it was um there's the 700 the 800 and the 810 the the w in front of it obviously mm -hmm. um those were all candy bar to my understanding and i think i had the 810 but I'm, I'm not certain they all look very similar with with minor changes like some came with a bigger um micro sd card uh, I think some had like a slightly different design, but they're all like pretty much the same phone, like just upgraded versions of the previous. I used to love like old phones and how you, they would come with like themes that you could change, you know, and they would all be yeah, just like, yeah, like yeah. variations of the same theme with different colors. But yeah, those like little customization tweaks, I would take my dad's work phone and like customize it. He would like come home, like not come home, but like pull it out next time and be like, what is this? And like always <laughs> yell at me for playing on his phone. Yeah, so good. I remember setting um, like custom ringtones to like recording with a mic, like a song, and it obviously oh, sounded awful, cool. but you didn't care because you had like your favorite coolest song set as your ringtone and you didn't have to pay that like whatever fee from Rogers to download the official version of it. Yeah, they were like a buck 29. Alex and I, this is another conversation for another day, but Alex and I were talking uh, the other day. We heard some dude, you know that Samsung ringtone that's like the default text tone, but it's like way too long and like is on everything. You probably hear it yep. a lot. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about, but we were yeah. walking and some dude walked past us and that went off and we were just like, Ugh, that ringtone. And then Alex was like, I kind of just thought ringtones were dead. And we, and we were both like, yeah, to be honest, like my phone's been on silent for a year probably. Like, you know what I mean? Like whenever it's not off silent, it's an accident. Like I generally keep it on silent more often than anything else which is kind of crazy i think that's just the way the world's going at some point people just stop using ringtones yeah. unless you're like on the go train and there's a dude in like a thousand dollar suit he always has his ringtone on and yeah. he always forgets that it's on because he's because well, like... he paid a dollar 29 to rogers in 2008 for it and he's still <laughs> trying to get that money out <laughs> yeah. of it yeah, he's still using it <laughs> mm -hmm. i remember when i was a kid one time me and my mom were waiting i think to pick up my cousins and so we both had our first phone so i had my mine that I will talk about and she had hers and we were just like going through the ringtone things because we didn't have data but you could access the ringtone website for free because yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah. would get the sites so I didn't have just data listen, either. we would just listen to the clips I did the, the same thing yeah, yeah. So I funny. did the exact same thing um I never bought a ringtone I think at one point I did buy a couple games I was really into pirating 
uh, mobile games because I'm a, an evil pirate. Um, but I, I, yeah, I was saying it before. Like, I just remember sharing stuff with people over Bluetooth. That was like a, a big game changer. And to me, in my brain, that's what this Sony Ericsson W800 series was all about. Was like, sure, Bluetooth was available before on smartphones. Like, I know the the Razer had it. Um, I had a lot of friends that had that phone because that was super cool in that like mid 2000s era. But this phone was like so cheap, and it had Bluetooth, and it kind of just made being able to share files much much easier. Um, what were yeah, the transfer I, I, speeds like? Oh, it was brutal. It was like you'd have to. I wish I knew the actual time. I know and you're but probably moving like kilobytes at the most. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I think it would take like ten minutes, like ten minutes to send a song. Because I remember like, like standing there, like in the lobby. For class. That happened several times. <laughs> I remember standing there like in the lobby, like waiting for my friend to send me a song or something. It's probably like a fifty cent song, um, and. It, it just like took so long for it to, to go through like maybe even more than, than 10 minutes. Yeah. I yeah. vaguely remember trying to like move pictures off of one of those old feature phones to my laptop and it's brutal. Uh, I didn't have the, a cable to connect it. So I was using Bluetooth and it was just taking forever. Yeah. That's one thing we didn't talk about. They used to all come with like these proprietary cables or were they just using different standards of USB that I'm not used to? Like there was some that were using micro USB, but I think like, I think my dad's old phone used to charge for like I think a they were headphone jack type of thing. Like it was kind of proprietary. Yeah. They, they were yeah. mostly proprietary. And, and if you nice lost that plug, you had to, to order yeah. a new one on eBay or whatever. I, I had Because the carrier one. was going to charge you at the, yeah. the behind for it probably. Yeah. And it's going to come in some random like packaging with that plastic that's like impossible to rip open. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's my favorite feature phone just because I have a lot of fond memories with it. And it wasn't my first smartphone. Like I said, I did have like a flip phone before that, probably for about a year. Um, got a phone very late in life compared to a lot of people. I didn't get one until I was like 17. Um, but yeah, moving from feature phones to smartphones, uh, one of my favorite phones, and this is probably a bit of a weird choice i guess some people would consider because it did kind of catch on fire sizzle and occasionally explode um was the note 7 it was like it was a hot it, phone for yeah, sure. it was a hot phone literally it was the perfect captured headlines yeah. <laughs> it was like the perfect storm of samsung's design uh kind of copying what apple's doing but also taking it in a brand new direction it had these like super sick curved sides to it um, the S Pen felt really, really high quality. One of the big features was the fact that it was waterproof. It was also right. a really good, really good size. Like I remember the fact that it was waterproof was such a big thing that like I was throwing it. Like I went to the beach to take pictures of it, and I was like throwing it in the water and like sprinkling water on it and taking pictures. This is one of the first phones to to be totally. No, for sure, that was a huge baller move. I mean, I, I think we talked about this often, but like I remember the first waterproof iPhones, people were just like tweeting from the shower, and that was like a baller move. People, yeah. Even today, people still don't trust their phones in waterproof, so it still is kind of a baller move. But yeah, I would be doing that and, too if I was you. And we shouldn't, I guess we shouldn't say waterproof. It's like IP68 or, or 67. Water resistant. Or, yeah, yeah, water resistant. So it's not waterproof, but you know what we mean. Um, it had really sick battery life. Uh, Wait. <laughs> until it exploded. I'm going to get into that stuff. Maybe not. Um, right, yeah. But then... Obviously, we know how that ended, right? It, it turned into like a massive recall for Samsung. Um, and Mobile Surf was one of the first sites to start covering that, at least in the context of, of Canada. Uh, and that's also why I have fond memories of this phone, because it turned into like some of the biggest stories at 
I've written over the course of my career because we were one of the first Canadian websites to start writing about that stuff. Um, it's fun as well made as you. You'd be nothing without the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The story. I, I worked at Best Buy at the time when the Note 7 was available. So I have Ooh. one of the display models. It's not like an actual phone, oh, but it's like beautiful. one of the fake ones that they would have oh, on display. That's, that's so what you sick. want, though. That's what you've, you know, that's safe. And it, it is. Nice. It's a nice phone. It's really, it feels great in the hand. It's fantastic. It was one of the I, <laughs> last ones with the home button. Oh, yeah. Samsung. It still has so the little nice. button on so there. Yeah. And the capacitive buttons on either side, I guess, right? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah, people still miss those. One of my favorite things with the Note 7 was reporting on, like, how many are still in the wild in Canada. And, like, watching that number slowly go down as Samsung, like, talked about it. And there's always, like, still a few hundred out there. So I imagine somebody still has a Note 7, and they just, like, refuse to send it back to Samsung. I'd you like think to think they're still using it. Yeah, you think there's somebody that, like, bought a Note 7, missed out on all of the news, and just <laughs> used it normally, never never had any problems. Probably. Just was, like, totally fine with it. There must have been, right? Like, It's got to be someone out there. Yeah. They're just, like, um, like 10 years later, they're like, Note 7, I had one of those. Oh, great phone. I mean, not you saying that, but someone else, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was like, it was a really weird time in, in smartphones. Um, and it was the first time that at least in my career I'd ever encountered a, a recall of that size. And it was a really weird phone to review because I had given it probably one of the highest review scores of any phone. And I think in the review, I talked about how it's like my favorite smartphone ever. Um, and then two weeks later, all this news breaks. Um, but it, it was a, an exciting time to be writing about smartphones. And that sort of nostalgia for that era is connected to the Note 7 at the same time. On Wikipedia, it says it was one of the first phones with the USB-C port as too, which is uh, was it a huge precursor oh, really? to just the modern phone industry. I mean, that's what it says here. Yeah. Mm. Or Samsung's first with the USB-C, but I mean, if Samsung's first with the USB-C, it's probably one of the first knowing Samsung. Oh, it also had that oh, retina scanning stuff that was so stupid, but that oh, I thought yeah. was really, really cool. Like you could at read, the time. and then it would move the page up, right? Yeah. But it no, didn't work, I imagine. So it, it didn't have that. That was from an earlier Samsung phone. This okay, was just okay. unlocking the phone with your your retinas, and so like it disappeared. Of, yeah, well, it was like super slow and sketchy. Yeah, it wasn't good. Correctly, it, it was not good. Mm-hmm. I'm just like scrolling through at it. Yeah. <laughs> just wink at it. <laughs> Hello, Note Seven. Wake up, please. Um, okay, so th- those are my favorite phones. We'll take like a super quick ad break, and then Bennett, you can talk about your your favorite phones. Cool. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool. Um, yeah, I've talked a lot. I've, I've babbled a lot about the Sony Ericsson and the Note 7. Hit it, Bennett. What are your favorite phones? Um, I'll give you guys a moment if you want to look this up for a picture reference, but my first phone He's was got it the, written down too, was just a for, Samsung for device that came out in 2009. Um, and basically, I'm sure John remembers this. Uh, the Spice? Or roughly this. No, Vice. V-I-C-E. Vice. A Spice would have been a better name, actually. Um, but around that time, everybody had Rumor 2s. The Rumor 2 was like the yeah. hot phone. I don't know if you guys felt that way where you were living, but for me, it was like everyone I knew had a Rumor or a Rumor 2. I remember two. it. Um, and everyone liked it originally because it was one of like a good phone with a QWERTY keyboard and texting was all the rage. We wanted to do QWERTY. So 
when I went to buy my first phone, I didn't want to be like everybody else <laughs> for better or worse. I ended up with a rumor too about six months later, but I uh, bought a Samsung device instead because it looked to offer all the same features and a similar design to the rumor too, but in just like what I thought was a cooler package. Um, and yeah, I had that one for a long time. Um, yeah, you're looking at it now. It doesn't look that cool, does it? No, no, no. I so I searched Samsung Vice and Google because I want to know what you're uh, talking about. I kind of, I kind of vaguely remember what the phone looked like, and I click on the first picture, and it's a mobile. It's a mobile syrup, syrup one. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. Like that that's happened not to me too. Oh my goodness! Yeah. That wow. happened like entirely organically. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, I, I've got a bunch of pictures of the Samsung Vice here, and a bunch of them have like custom designs like there's like a camo one there's one with like blue flames there's like mine, a crime scene one i wish these mine are was wild that, that cool mine was navy blue because you can guess it i bought it from bell and it had the bell logo on it that was oh. as custom as i got um but yeah it was a good phone it, the keys were really close together like to be honest that's probably the worst part about it the operating system was fine the camera was who knows one or two megapixels terrible but it was like one of the first cameras that I kind of had always with me, which I really loved. And I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but all those old cameras had like filters on them. It had like black yeah, and white, yeah, it had sepia, that. and it had an inverted one uh, where all the colors were inverted. Oh, and those I were have, always so fun. I have so many pictures of like power lines inverted. So the sky goes from like blue to orange or red. And I used to take those and show them to my grandma. And be like, she'd be like, oh, so nice. There's so many <laughs> random photos of like the sky red or like power lines or trees. Yeah. So um, I'm watching Ian use the phone in this Bell Samsung Vice review that looks like it was shot on a potato. I had to probably. mute him because I, I kept laughing at what he's saying about the oh, phone. So but funny. like the, the wheel in the middle, is that a click wheel? Or is it or just is a D-pad? Just a D-pad. Okay, because he's like sliding his finger around it like it's 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 navigating. Um, I, I think maybe it's a click wheel, but I'm pretty sure it was just a D-pad. No, he's, okay. he's clicking later. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was basically it. I thought it was really cool. Um, and like all kids, I like to brag about having the strongest phone. Oh, yeah, I should mention that I got this when I graduated grade eight. So I think I was 14 maybe. Um, but yeah, I graduated from grade eight, had it for like a summer, finally got into high school, went in the cafeteria, everyone was talking about how strong their phones are. I'm like, guys, I have the strongest phone, watch this. And I, I go to like bend it, to like flex it, but I put my fingers out thinking right on the screen. So all the pressure goes right on the screen and I just destroy the screen immediately. Um, oh no. Yep. Wow. Um, so yeah, I had to bring that one home to my parents who had bought me the phone for grade eight grad. And they were like, yeah, you're an idiot. Uh, you're on your own. Uh, I had a part-time job at a chip stand selling my French fries. So I had some money and I went and bought like the cheapest LG flip phone. Broke that one about a couple months after that in a hot tub. And then I ended up my mom's old rumor two, And that was my line of feature phones. The rumor two so, was a great phone though. That one lasted a long time. That one so actually was tough. What you're telling me is you've been breaking phones your whole life. Yeah, I haven't broken one in a long time recently, though. I haven't broken a new phone since, oh, yeah. I haven't broken a new phone since uh, the Pixel 3. So that's, you know, that's pretty good. I think Dean has the, the crown on the team for breaking phones by far. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I he, mean, he has, yeah. He, he straight up has a rule instated by me that he needs to buy a case for every phone that he's writing about because otherwise that thing's going to break. Yep. Sometimes the cases don't even help. The last one, he just had the phone in his yeah, pocket. He slipped on ice and it broke. That was really sad. Oh, I know. 
I was like on the phone with him. He's like, I'm coming out of your house. Ooh, 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 ooh. You okay? Yeah, I just fell. Comes inside, puts the phones on the table. So, Yo, this is broke. What? Oh, no. <laughs> that was a review phone too, I think. It was the older version. So the we were reviewing one. the S22 Ultra, but it was the S21 yeah. Ultra that had cracked in the fall. Um, but yeah, those are those are my phones. And I remember the rumor too did have a custom back because my mom had bought one with like a flower pattern. And I ended up with that. Oh, the custom. If you remember the those, custom, custom like back plates. Oh, those things were so cool. I remember. Um, so I had a BlackBerry Curve. What what was the main curve? Like the one that everybody had. BlackBerry. Wait, I, I want to say it was a curve. I don't know the numbers, but I just want to say the coolest thing about custom back plates is when you had a friend with the same phone but a different color and you guys would swap. So you can yeah, be like yeah, the yeah. gray rumor with the orange back or the blue back. Those were the cool, the cool kids. I was not one of them. I just had my you, mom's old one. You know what the modern back. day equivalent of that is? Taking Do people have the case? same uh, smartphone um, but different colors? You swap the SIM card trays. Ooh. Ooh. A buddy of mine, uh, he and his wife both had iPhones, and they they swapped their their SIM card trays. So he had like that would pink, look sick. Pink tray and his uh, I don't know space gray iPhone. Alex and I are definitely doing that. She doesn't know, but that's happening. She's buying a drawer. An iPhone. <laughs> I have a drawer yeah. full of iPhones behind me. I'm going to start making some crazy combinations. I've never thought about doing that before. Yeah, me either. That's really fun. I would definitely love that. What I was going to say about the the plate swapping was I had a BlackBerry Curve. Um, how do you even say it? 8,330? 8,330? Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I like I bought a bunch of stuff off eBay for it. Like I bought a green plate for the front. I bought like a blue plate for the back. I bought like a colored ball too, like because this, this is the what? BlackBerry that had you the, put the track ball. ball out. You could take yeah. it out. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. you could you could know. take it out. You could even um, that's so cool. Uh, replace the like screen cover. Like everything on that phone was relatively easy to to take apart. Like it just snapped. <sighs> that's so um, cool. That's probably why Doug Ford still has one. <laughs> he loves customization. Oh, that's the story that we have to write. It's like, what phone is he using now that he can't use his BlackBerry anymore? Yeah, we like, have to follow up on that. So we got to send someone to to be part of his like uh, the press scrum at, press, yeah. at City Hall. Uh, just COVID Pre- question, COVID question, COVID question. Uh, Brad Bennett, Mobile Syrup. Excuse me, Doug Ford. I'm just wondering what phone you're using now. Our readers have to know. I, I feel like he's using an iPhone. <laughs> it right must now. be. It, it would have to, to be. be yeah. Like, um, no remember, remember during the snowstorm, there was a big controversy oh, about yeah, him doing the video time. interview from his car while he yeah, was driving yeah, yeah. in the blizzard. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a FaceTime people. interview. Like it was done yeah. over FaceTime. So it that makes sense. sense. Where he was right. driving. Yeah. On FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. That's a real In smart a snowstorm. In a snowstorm. <laughs> Saving Great. people. You know, 100 And he kept play. like stopping and looking at the window. Like, oh, do you need help with that? And then he had like the tiniest shovel. It was like a kid's shovel from the beach. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, anyway, we're not going to get into that. We're not. I, I don't know. Anyway, we just think it's funny that he used a Blackberry. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's kind of it for my feature phone life. I guess the other feature phone that was a big impact, I should mention it because I mentioned it a few times, is my dad had like a cat phone, those like rugged cat phones. Oh, you know those they, are sick. The they still ones. exist. He had it up until, when did I give him my 7 Plus? Maybe two years ago. Like he was he was using that for a long time. He was T9-ing. He, uh, he liked it because at work there's beast. another guy that had one and it had the two-way radio feature in it, if you remember. That's cool. That. Yeah, he really liked that. Um, there's actually a Bell app that you can put on smartphones to try and replicate it, but he says it doesn't work as well. He's pretty mm. sad that the two-way radio feature doesn't work because he used to like being in the office. He would like run the office, and then they'd be like guys delivering propane on the roads, and he'd be able to like check in, like, "Hey, uh, Jerry, where you at?" Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
um do yeah, you remember, remember the the apple watch feature the walkie talkie thing that like i don't oh, yeah. think is around anymore it the, is it is still around it is still around okay but nobody it, it, uses it I'm it never check. really it never really worked that well because it really wasn't it was just sending like a voice clip essentially in, in a fancy way to my understanding but yeah, it seems like something kids that. kids would be into, but I, I can't imagine that adults would be super. I'm trying to find it now. I'm trying to find you, and I'm missing. I don't know. That there there is a pretty big market out there for walkie-talkie capabilities on phones. <laughs> when I worked at Zellers for like a decade, uh, I could see that there was always yeah. like someone in the store that would be using like one of those walkie-talkie phones, talking to someone else at the other side of the store, and you could like hear both sides of the conversation because the store is small. So yeah. it's like, why are you using walkie-talkies? But yeah, that's my anecdotal example of that. Was it you, John, that told me when you worked at Best Buy, you should just take yours and plug it into your iPod? Or was that you, Pat? Somebody did their, like, they wore their, like, headset into their iPod and they just listened to music. Maybe that was neither of you that, guys. That sounds you guys like were good that. employees. I don't think I yeah. No, I, I texted a lot while I worked because I had a BlackBerry and I, like, kept it up my sleeve. And I was so good at, like, texting that I could do it with, like, one hand up my sleeve and, like, no how far I had to scroll down to send to like whoever it was, but I never, I didn't have like, I didn't have headphones in my helmet or anything like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I thought somebody told me that story. Maybe it was Dean. Who knows? Um, but yeah, my dad's phone is hilarious or was hilarious and it had a absolutely trash camera. Like the future phones we had were terrible, but this one was like, like you could count the pixels down one side. It's probably less than a hundred. It was so, That's so, funny. so terrible. I'm going to try to send you a walkie talkie. Okay, do it. Hello, Bennett. Hello, I'm Bennett. sending you a walkie-talkie. Oh, my God, oh, wow. it worked. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. That's actually quite cool. That's mm-hmm. actually quite cool. Uh, You're cool. <laughs> I'm going to uh, use that all the time. Yeah, I'm uh, actually sad that we linked up because now we're going to be sending each other stuff at work. But, yeah, I, the only person I had previously was Alex and my sister, and I just didn't have much reasons to be walkie-talking them throughout the day. No, I, I don't use anyone. I don't know anyone else who has uh, an Apple Watch that I would talk to quite frequently. Like my mom doesn't use one. Tassia doesn't use one. So you're, you're my yeah. my only only contact with a with an Apple Watch. Yeah, it needs to be those specific situations where like you can yep. just send like a one message, get one message reply, and like kind of end it. You know, it's not like we're going to be having a whole conversation. Like, hey, have you checked on the editing? Uh, could you make these changes? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah. Oh, geez, I'll be like sitting there trying to write things down with one hand. Um, but yeah, that's the end of my future phone. Should future. we should we hop into John's? Yeah. Go oh wait, for no. It, should I go on my smartphone first? Yeah. Sorry. Do do your, your smartphone, smartphone first. Right, right, right. So um, my first smartphone ever was an iPhone 4s. I really wanted it to be an iPhone 4, um, and I like I had like a presentation. And I like pitched my mom on it. She bought herself an iPhone 4. That's how I ended up with the rumor too. Um, anyway, a year later, I saved up my own money by my own iPhone 4s because Siri's out, and that's changing the world. Apparently, didn't, but I was hyped. Um, but yeah, my first my first feature phone or smartphone was an iPhone 4s. Um, also, like a pretty big camera moment. I remember that being I want to say the first yep. iPhone with five megapixel or eight megapixel camera. But it, it was a step up over the four, and it was it was pretty good. And I remember that being huge for me. And then, yeah, just apps, games, you know, Tap Tap Revolution, Tiny Wings, Angry Birds. Obviously, I don't know what other games I was playing back in the day. Oh, Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, yeah, still good today. Yeah, Garden Warfare is still kind of fun too. I actually like that game. It's at, it's on Game Pass or something. Yeah. Is it on well, Game Pass? Because it's right on. Now? It's part of EA Play, so I believe it's. Oh, uh, okay. I really liked it. Like I played that game a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, iPhone 4S, it was great. I loved it. I had it for, I want to say two years. Um, and then, you know, throughout those two years, I was in high school. I was just getting more and more techie, sort of growing into the person that you guys all know me am today. And then I bought a Nexus 5 because at that point I decided that it was important that I had I an Android and an iPhone. And I've kind of tried to ride that line ever since. Um, and I really, really, really love the Nexus 5. I remember it more than the iPhone. I think I remember the reviews saying that the screen was bad, but then getting it and like comparing it to all my friends with like older iPhones and everyone being like, wow, this screen is like really sharp and big and people just loved it. And Android was still using a bit of that like hollow uh, vibe with like the glowing blue, I think, on the first update, but like got off that pretty quick and, and became more flat and, and matte that I was really into. And yeah, it was just like a cool phone. It was cheap. I think it cost like 500 bucks outright. I don't know, John, you might remember that better than me. I should have looked that up. But yeah, it was awesome. Another one of my friends ended up getting one, switched him over to Android. I think he's still over there to this day. Um, but my Nexus 5 is, is speaking of me not breaking phones, Nexus 5 is one that I did smash. Um, and I used Smashed for a long time because it, it carried over into university for me. So like I was working at a fruit stand in the summertime and I would just like sit in a parking lot of, I think it was a bike store one summer and then it became a furniture store the next or vice versa. But I would sit in the parking lot in the sun just with my phone and one day I stood up, fell out of my pocket or off my lap and yeah, it was a plastic phone, smashed a, smashed a bits and I just used it with that crash screen for a long time. And then when I went back to university after that summer, one of my friends, um, someone had given her an old iPhone 5 when she had previously broken a phone. And so she just like paid it forward to me. And then, uh, and then I was back on the iPhone and Android <laughs> life again. I had two phones, <laughs> even though one was smashed. Um, and yeah, I still have the Nexus 5. It still boots up, but it's obviously smashed. So it can't really be used. And I ended up paying that iPhone 5 forward after I got a success to a guy that I worked with at KFC at the time. And he stole my charger. I, yeah. I like Brutal. brought it in and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, I have my charger. We can charge it up all shift so that like you can take it home, but you'll have to buy your own charger. You know, I'm like giving you a phone. I think that's fair. I don't get, I don't have that many chargers. Like I'm not working mobile server at that time. And then he just took it at the end of the shift. It was gone. Yeah. And I was like a kid and I didn't have the, I didn't have the, the, the spine to, to ever confront him about it. Did the Nexus five have a rubberized back like the four? It was like a soft touch. The four Softer. had a, like a the, rubber bumper and had like a glass back. It was kind of like hollow. Like it had like a yeah. I think I, I think it I have like one. the the sparkles, like the disco. I'm gonna see if yeah. I'm gonna check and see if I can find it. Take me like Ooh. ten seconds. Yeah, I yeah. Think the, I have next, one. the Nexus Five was just like a soft touch plastic. It honestly wasn't a great build quality, but it was thin, and, and that felt cool at the time. Uh, I think yeah. you had one too, didn't you, John? Or no? I, I had the four, and I really really wanted to get the Nexus Five, but um, I didn't because mm. the One Plus One came out. And I that's got true. Really I was lucky. in that I, same boat. I was yeah. I was weighing them both as well, but I couldn't get I was an weighing invite. Them both. And I went with the one plus one because they did the stupid uh invite thing where mm -hmm. you had to be invited to buy the phone. So I got invited. Yep. And I yep. also got really lucky because I was able to get the the bamboo back plate for it. Because oh, they so they only cool. made like a couple hundred of the back that. plates and then they yeah. were like, now we're scrapping this because of a, a manufacturing issue. So yeah, I felt pretty nice. I had one of the few one plus ones with the bamboo. Probably, probably one of the few one plus ones in Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah. can't imagine there's that many. Do you guys watch? Uh, just, we're kind of going in the one plus rabbit hole. But do you remember watching the the first presentation that they did in? I guess not VR. Is that VR? What do you call that? Like what? You had to like AR. 
Uh, but it wasn't AR because like it wasn't performed through the phone, but like we didn't have VR headsets, so it was just like we're sitting in a spinny chair watching it. Like it was performed in a 3D space, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do um, remember what you're talking about. I don't know what the word yeah. for it is though. Like 360 yeah. degree photos or video. Yeah, or basically. Um, but they had hidden all those like codes throughout the 3D space. So like you could be watching Pete Lau and Carl Pei here, but if you looked over onto the shelf, it'd be like, oh, there's like you know, a bunch of sticky notes here that spell out a code or, and like you look up in the ceiling, there's like one just scratched into the ceiling. And like, I don't know if you remember that stuff, but I thought that was crazy. I did not get a code though, as we know. I no longer have a, a Nexus five. I think I gave it to my mom and she broke it. Happens. <laughs> happens. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen to my iPhone seven plus, which is the last phone, the last phone that I got before I started working in mobile syrup. Um, and I loved it because I had the jet black version and it was like, Ooh, that it looked one was the same crispy. on the front and back fingerprint magnet for sure. But from the front and the black back, it just was like this pool of like black oil or ink. And it just looked so cool on a table. I really loved it. But my dad's using it now. Um, and the last, the last thing that I wanted to mention is just my first phone that I ever, I ever reviewed for mobile surplus one plus 70. So that always holds a little spot in my heart. And I, I really like that one too. Nice. Mm -hmm. John. What do you have for us in terms you of your nostalgic phone choices? So uh, my, I had two feature phones um, before I switched over to getting smartphones. Um, and I'm going to talk about one of them, but both of them were Samsung phones. And the first one I had was basically a BlackBerry ripoff um, and it sucked. I hated it so much. It was so annoying to use. Um, so I upgraded to a phone. I believe it was called the Samsung Corby. And Rogers when you look at, I think. Yeah, uh, I was with Rogers at the time. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, there were like a couple different versions. This was like in the early days of Android. So there was like a version of the Corby that ran Android. But they also had a like super cheap one that was like mm -hmm. meant for people on prepaid plans because that's what I was using at the time. That makes sense. And the cheap prepaid one didn't run Android. It ran some like knockoff wannabe smartphone OS that Samsung made. Might have even been Tizen. Who knows? Going back that far. Probably wasn't, but I, I don't think it was Tizen. It was it was super weird. Like it was like I don't know. It was like super weird and basic. The thing that always struck me as really weird about it was it was set up to look like it had a bunch of apps, but it mm. didn't. They were all widgets that you could put on the home screen. And the home screen wasn't like, you know, on Android where you have a grid and you can have apps or you can have widgets and you have to set them in the grid. It was like free form. You could put the widgets wherever you wanted on the home screen. So you could set it up in whatever custom way that you wanted, but there was one home screen. And if you dragged the widget in the right way, you could actually drag it off the edge of the screen and you couldn't access it anymore, which really? is gone. Yeah. Forever. Like you couldn't get it. You could put another version of the widget back on the home screen but you couldn't so get that one back onto the screen because there was no way to like scroll it around. So that's, that's something hilarious. we didn't really we didn't really talk about at all with with feature phones. Is like so many of them just had their own operating system, and every single yeah. time you picked up a new one, it was like totally different. Like Samsung had its own ecosystem, LG sort of had its own ecosystem, but there was huge differences between each device. Well, specifically yeah. with John's too, because specifically if I'm wrong, but I think my friend Cody had a Corby, and I believe that's like it was it was all touchscreen with the slide out. Keyboard, Cody with right? a Corby, yeah, yeah, yep. that's why I remember it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah like it, both the ones that Pat and I had were like candy bar style. Well, Pat yeah. was all candy bar. Mine was candy bar with a keyboard, but yours was a Cordy keyboard with touchscreen, touch which yeah. was actually pretty cool. Yeah, at the time. 
So I it was really weird. Away. You couldn't like download any apps on it, but you could, um, like there were apps on it. Like there was like a calculator app and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it was just super weird because they were like available as like these little widgets that you could put on the home screen. So you could like put a clock widget on the home screen and it like had the whole clock thing. And then if you tapped it, it would like open up this clock interface so you could set an alarm. Um, That's not terrible. But you couldn't but, add yeah. any apps. I think it had a web browser too, if I remember correctly. Oh, we didn't ever, um, we didn't talk about feature phone web browsers, but that was a yeah. whole can of worms. <laughs> it, I never... it sucked. Um, and I'm pretty sure the phone didn't have like Wi-Fi, so you could only use it on mobile data and I didn't have data. So I like. That's what I was going to say. I never had data on a feature phone, so I, I had no idea what that was like. Um, I at one point in near the end of my time with it, it was like Bell had this add on. It was just like five bucks, unlimited data. Obviously, it was like two G terrible data, and like what can you do online on a feature phone? Nothing, but yeah. you could check your Facebook notifications. I remember Ooh. and send Facebook Messenger messages. It was terrible. Like you were you were putting like like two letters in the text box at a time before it's like going up. Like there was no width to the screen and like everything was formatted terribly. But yeah, I remember one day, like we were in the back of my van and my buddy had that plan and he was like checking his Facebook and I was like, whoa. And I told my mom, she was like, oh, well, we should get that because she also was like a big Facebook head at the time. And so yeah, we ended up adding that to our plans, but it didn't, uh, didn't add anything to our lives. Did you guys ever use MSN Messenger? Does that predate your... I did. I, I, I used it a ton when I was in okay. uh, elementary school. So there was like an era where I had friends that had data connections and feature phones that were able to use MSN from Ooh. their feature phones. And that That's was like cool. a really weird thing at the time because for me, MSN was just like I had to use my parents' computer to use it. But I'd like Same. message a friend yeah. and they'd be like, I'm at a movie and I'm using yeah. my MSN in the movie theater. And that was like my, like, that's nothing today, obviously. Like there's texting and all kinds of shit. Yeah. But that was like mind blowing at the time that you could contact someone. Texting existed then too, but uh, that you could contact someone over MSN remotely, like on a phone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, MSN was cool, but kind of weird that it faded away. I guess phones and texting must have killed it, but you know. Facebook Messenger killed yeah. it for me. That's probably true too. Yeah, more friends on Facebook Messenger at that point. The friends, yeah. the social aspect of it was too powerful, I guess. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Sean. No, it's it's all good. Yeah. Um, I think if I if I remember my friend group correctly, like there was a very brief time where everybody was super into MSN Messenger, and then it kind of died when Facebook became a thing. Yeah, me too. Um, and then BlackBerry Messenger replaced it, mm. and for like most of my time in high school, you could only be in the cool crowd if you had a BlackBerry and used BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah, that's um, true. I never... I did not have one, though. Never I think I missed that that wave. Like, I had a BlackBerry, and I, I didn't know anybody else that, that had one, so I never used BBM. I think I lived through the split from BlackBerry to iPhone, you know, in, like, grade 9 mm -hmm. and 10, Blackberries were the cool. My friend Wyatt had a torch, and it was sick. Oof. And then by grade 12, everybody had iPhone 4Ss and 5s, and it was like... Wyatt hated his torch. He, no one BBM'd him anymore. The touchscreen. It was one of the touchscreens where you had to like click it in. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh. Say, it's so weird. Yeah. It was a bad one. So weird. You can, uh, um, Douglas worked at Blackberry during the torch era. He has, uh, some fascinating stories about that phone. We should bring I him on the podcast sometime to talk about Blackberry. it. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I'd love to pick his brain about that kind of stuff. I think like, he can talk about it all now too. I think. Well, for sure. Who's going to come after him? 
<laughs> That's true. Doug Ford, man. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I guess let me talk about my smartphone now. Um, there's one main smartphone that I want to talk about, but there's a couple other ones. Uh, I had a fun journey in terms of smartphones. Uh, I still have my first smartphone ever, which was the old Google Nexus S with Ooh. its like curved. That first was a Nexus. Phone. It very well yeah. on the for for those of you watching instead of listening. Yeah, we're going to be, I'm going to be editing some like screenshots from Google and stuff of the photos, the phones that we're talking in this time too. Oh, so perfect. if you do like this podcast, you're just listening to the audio version, there will be a lot more added to the video one this time. Not for all of them, but for this one, we'll put some in. Sweet. But yeah, I, I love this phone. Um, I was a little sad because I got it and like two weeks later, they released the Galaxy Nexus and I was so mm-hmm. bummed. Uh, Wait. Am I thinking of a different phone? What's the difference between the Nexus S and the Galaxy Nexus? Are they both made by Samsung? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Which one the, came out right before? So the Galaxy Nexus was the one that came out right before the Nexus 4? Or not right before, but the year before? Like, that's the stage Yeah. Of it? Okay, yeah. okay. So I was, think I know the Galaxy Nexus more than I know the Nexus S then. Yeah, there was Nexus 1, which I think was HTC, and then Nexus S and Galaxy Nexus were Samsung. It was like one. It was one they partnered with different companies, like different yeah. manufacturers. It was it was yeah. that that era, and every phone like had a new manufacturer. But I I modded the crap out of this phone. Nice. I I rooted it. I put CyanogenMod mod on it. I put so many different versions of software. When it stopped getting official Android support, I like kept updating it because I think the last version it got was like it came with Gingerbread. And then it didn't get Android 3 because that was the one that was like specifically for tablets. Uh, and then Android 4 was Ice Cream Sandwich, if I remember correctly. I wish I knew the names. Was 4 not KitKat? Maybe that's 5. But yeah, I no, mean, four, let's call them by the numbers. 4.4 was KitKat because oh, okay, that was when okay. they were doing right. the weird thing where like not every new number release was a dessert name. I don't yeah. remember. It, it was a very strange time. Um yeah, but as yeah, much I as we miss the desserts now, sandwich. I guess it's better that they probably dropped them. Easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier to remember Android 12, Android 11. Yeah. The only like modding that I ever got into other than the stuff with my curve with like physically modding the phone with, with different like aftermarket parts was um, with the iPhone 3GS. That was like my first smartphone. I was really into the jailbreaking scene. Like whenever Mm -hmm. a new ios update would come out i would always be like careful should i update maybe my jailbreaking will not work anymore um yeah i just just wanted to mention that yeah i i got into jailbreaking i had a first gen ipod touch that was it was actually Mm -hmm. refurbished um when i got it and it was super weird it was all my friends had ipod touches and i guess the second gen had volume buttons Mine had no volume buttons. It had no physical volume buttons. It just had the the screen lock wake button and the home button. That was it. So super weird iPod. Um, That's actually pretty I, cool. I got I got really into the jailbreaking scene and I jailbroke it and you know I messed around with it a bunch and I don't remember if it was something specific that I did, but something went wrong and it oh, no. like locked up and basically break? whenever you turned it on, it was just a, a blank screen with like a. RIP warning this icon. Was, this was an iPod. Yeah, it was an iPod. Interesting. Um, iPod Touch, and I, I like freaked out, and so my dad took it to an Apple store, but he didn't know that I had jailbroken it. Oh no! 
um, he thought it was just like normal as it was. And the yeah. guy at the Apple store was like, what, what is wrong with this thing? And yeah. my dad fully innocent. Cause he didn't know. He was like, I have no idea. This just happened. And you know, my son's super upset. Can, can you fix it? And the, Please. yeah. he came back and he told me that the guy at the Apple store told him that it was like damaged as if there had been water damage. And I was like, that's not possible because I never got it wet, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway, they, they fixed cause. it somehow. Um, the Apple store actually fixed it. They actually fixed it. I don't know wow. what happened, but when my dad came home, it was working again. It wasn't wow. jailbroken anymore, but one of the things that I had done when it was jailbroken was I modded the status bar. So instead of showing like the time, it mm. showed a word. Oh, okay. So I, I like put my name in the status bar basically. Hell yeah. And that was still there. Huh. But everything else was like normal. It was like back to normal jailbroken. I imagine if you, went, sorry. if you went to an Apple store now with a jailbroken iPhone, like as soon as you walked in, just like sirens would go off and you'd be like arrested yeah. by the Apple police like immediately. Right <laughs> They'd away. still tell you that it was water damage. You'd have to get a new one. <laughs> yeah. They'd take you to a <laughs> dark room and tell you that yeah. it's water damage. Yeah, yeah, we open it up. It's water damage. It'll be, you know, we can replace the part for 600 bucks or you could just get a new one for 800. You know, it's up to you. <laughs> Yeah. So, John, here's a question for you. When you jailbroke it, was it to, like, do cool stuff with iOS that you couldn't do before, like multitasking, that sort of stuff? I remember that was big. Or did you do it just to pirate games? Because yeah. that's why I did it. I just wanted to steal I, games from the App Store because I was a, an awful I did not do it teenager. to pirate games. I legitimately did it because um, I learned that there was all kinds of, like, skins that you could install. There's crazy stuff you could do. And so just to neat. customize it. So that's... That's why I did it. I jailbroke it just so I could like customize everything and, you know, do funky skins and stuff like that. And it was only afterwards that I think I found out that you could even install like games, pirated apps and and stuff like that. It was called like Cydia or something like that. Cydia store or something like that. It was Cydia. I was watching, I was making for this grant proposal thing that I was doing. I was watching old Siobhan videos to try to build like a bio for him. And yeah, I was watching a a blog about him doing like, should I go to iOS 10 because it broke my iPhone and I really like, I want to keep all my Cydia stuff. People keep talking about all the new iOS 10 features. And he was like, the whole video was like weighing the pros and cons of that. It was like, crazy walk bet down memory lane that's crazy he has he works with apple now that's wow (laughs) well he like works with apple in the same in the same context that we do but yeah like yeah yeah yeah. products and stuff uh oh yeah it's just funny talking about the youtuber siobhan salman you can check him out he's pretty cool and i mean in like the early days of mobile syrup um daniel mobile service former managing editor and ian mobile service founder did cover a lot of like jailbreaking iphone stuff at 1.2 so to be fair it was like pretty common during certain eras of um of like smartphone blogging and youtubing and that type of stuff yeah i haven't jailbroken in a long time i think i did do my ipod touch but very briefly and then reverted it back if i remember correctly um but i don't know if you guys ever had gba for ios that like kind of weird app you could download from the web that would allow you to play game boy emulators on iphones it sounds vaguely familiar but i never tried it if i ever had it uh, yeah, but it was a you could download it from the web, and it was called GBA for iOS. I'm gonna try to do it right now next time somebody starts to talk. But you, and it, it was, was a like, profile, right? You had to install a profile to get it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it was like legit the best Game Boy Advance emulator I've ever used across a phone. Like I haven't yet to find an Android one that's nearly as good as this. That's cool. Leg iPhone one, like it had, it looks sick, and like it played games great. Yeah, there was like a time in high school where everybody was just rocking like, yeah. old Zelda and Pokemon on their phones through that thing. That's sick. I, I used to be, I, go ahead, John. 
I was just going to say that I, I dabbled with emulators a little bit, um, but my issue with them on Android was always that I didn't like the touch controls. Mm-hmm. They just felt wrong compared to like the actual physical buttons. Yeah. So the best uh, Game Boy emulator I ever did was I hacked an old PSP Ooh, to run Game Boy, you know, Super Nintendo, um, and a couple Nintendo 64 games on it. Nice. Nintendo 64 was really, really shoddy. Like it was super glitchy, but the rest of them worked great. And it was so nice because you had the physical buttons. So it worked really well. So speaking of emulation, I was like really into that stuff. I did the same thing with the PSP. I spent like pretty much all of last weekend figuring out how to install emulators and ROMs and all kinds of stuff on the Steam Deck. Nice. So it's been a fascinating nostalgic journey for me because it's it's not easy to do any of that on the steam deck you don't have to jailbreak it it's open it's linux based etc etc valve like wants to allow you to do whatever you want with it but it's not simple it's like a very complicated process um at least for me it's like some people may find it simple for me it was hard but it was fun it was like kind of a trip down memory lane for me last weekend um like working through like figuring out root folders and like trying to find out where people download ROMs now. Cause like there's no torrents with ROMs in them anymore. There's like a few, but there's not. So I'm like Googling like Aladdin ROM and like, like, like I'm like my mom or something and like going to like <laughs> coolroms.com and trying to defuse a bomb to oh, download an yeah. Aladdin ROM. And like, it was just like an interesting cause it's a world that I have had nothing to do with for like a decade. Yeah. Um, but I have it all up and running now. And like I have, um, games super nintendo sega genesis nintendo game boy n64 um i've went all the way up to dreamcast because I, I had a dreamcast Whoa. when i was when when i was in middle school and really really liked it and there's a few games that like i have incredibly fond memories with like um crazy taxi i've been playing that game a ton um but yeah it, it runs all these games great and this setup that exists for the steam deck um and at some point we may do like totally separate short podcast about it but um it's called it's called deck mu and then that's like this code that runs in the background that sets up your sd card to take uh roms and emulators and it installs them all in your steam deck automatically and then there's this other platform called emulation station which gives you like a nice front end for everything so there's like box art and a description and like this cool menu with like every single platform it's it's really, really great, and I would compare it to like probably sort of like what you did with the PSP, John, because I, I did mm-hmm. the same thing back in the day. Um, but it's just because the Steam Deck's more powerful, you can apparently emulate up to like PS3 if you if you want to. Um, and then some people are even emulating like PS4 games, I believe. But for me, it was really just a, I wanted to play in 64 and, and Dreamcast games and threw some NES and SNES stuff on there for fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Um, what's yeah. what's the name of that box art one called again? Emulation Station. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's this one on Mac called Open Emu that reminds you of that same way it puts in box art. It looks really clean. Very probably very similar. Emulation Station's been around forever. It was like it was such a, a wacky journey figuring this out. Like I was trying to make Steam shortcuts at one point for like every game because I wanted to be able to like see them, and then I hated how that cluttered my Steam library. So then I started mm. researching it more, and then. I discover emulation station, but then I got to like nice. get rid of all those steam shortcuts. And I'm like putting in like command prompt stuff in, in Linux. And, like, was, so were uh, you doing this with like a keyboard and mouse or were you trying to do this on the, the machine itself? 
you can put a zoom really... mouse into it, right? Yeah. So I got really good with doing it on the machine yeah. itself because um, I would sometimes get tired of just like having to use my keyboard and mouse all the time. But I had like, I had the Steam Deck on a stand in front of me, like um, in, in my living room on, on the table. And then I had like the, the keyboard in front of me and then the mouse in front of me. And I'd have my like little USB dongle plugged in the top <laughs> of the Steam Deck. I was nice. basically using it like a desktop, like to yeah. figure all this stuff out. Um, yeah, it, it's super cool, super fun great way to to spend a, a week a weekend i guess um i had a, I had a good time with it what was your yeah. what was the game you were aiming for the most you're trying to get on? Or, I mean, it sounds like you put a bunch of but what was like your north star you were like i gotta get this game on here i really wanted dreamcast emulation because that's not something that i was ever able to do before um cool. i think Makes the sense. psp could like sort of play dreamcast games but not very well um and i had read that like the steam deck is like really good at it so that was that was my goal was to get um, Dreamcast games up and running because I wanted to play Crazy Taxi and Crazy Taxi Two, which is just like literally what it sounds like. You're 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 a taxi a taxi driver in, in a city and you pick people up and drop them off. It was like a, a big arcade game in the two thousands. Yeah, um, I feel like it's been remastered and put out on different platforms other than Dreamcast. I I'm gonna say it was like even maybe a Flash game at some point, but who I knows? think it came to smartphones at one point because I vaguely remember playing it on a phone. But it was one of those early smartphone games that like like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 came to smartphones at one point. It was like a direct port of it. And then it just disappeared. It was the same as I think the same. Call of Duty Zombies did the same thing. Oh yeah. yeah I remember I used, playing that. Yeah, John. I used to play that on my iPod Touch all the time and I was looking for it the other day when I was testing um the iPhone eleven. I was like, Oh, maybe that'd be a fun one to put on there. Can't. I, I never understand why that happens. I think they just it's not selling well enough and they don't update compatibility. Like I remember playing Pro Skater 2 on my iPhone 3GS like years ago. Um, and it's gone. It, it disappeared like five years ago or something like that. Um, but yeah, th that was my goal is Dreamcast. And um, I, I'm shocked at how complicated it was, but at the same time, it works really, really well. So I, I feel like now that it's all set up, like if there's a game I want to play, I just got to find it on the shady corners of the internet, drop it mm -hmm. onto an SD card and I'm good to go. I can play like pretty much anything on it now. Cool. Um, how did we get there? How did we get there from John's phone? Thing I, I mentioned uh, modding my Nexus S, and right. it just it just spiraled from there. <laughs> yeah, happens. sorry. Yeah. No, that's classic. My podcast, bad. But I, I, want, I was I just trying to talk about it. Figure out how we rein it back into the Nexus S. But um, um, yeah. yeah, what else you got? Yeah, John, did you have a camera else? on that bad boy? The camera on the Nexus S terrible. Uh, <laughs> was not great. Um, I had a lot of issues with cameras, I, and I really didn't care about cameras and phones until the first pixel. Um, mm. And that was kind of when I was like, all right, you know what? I now I get the value of having a good camera on, on the phone now. And it's something that is more important to me. Yeah. Um, but up until that point, I basically never took photos with my phone. And so I just, I didn't care what the camera was. So, you know, um, just really quickly in my phone history, I had the Nexus S then the Nexus four, then after that, I went to the OnePlus One. Um, I don't think I modded the Nexus 4 at all, but I modded the OnePlus One a ton, mostly because uh, there was the whole thing where it launched with CyanogenMod, and then CyanogenMod, like... Pulled out. I remember that. There was, like, some debacle with uh, OnePlus, and then OnePlus switched over and started building Oxygen OS, so there was, like, a period of time where it wasn't getting updates, and I was like, I want Classic updates, so I was just OnePlus. doing it myself. They're just doing that again with the Oppo thing. It's like history repeating itself. Yeah. And then I was like, 
when I, when it came time to upgrade, I was like, I don't want to go for the one plus two or the one plus three or whatever it was at that time, because I'd had such a bad experience with the one plus ones software. So yeah, they seemed kind of mad at that point too. Yeah. Like the I went back to the Nexus, Sorry. got the 6P and then I've been a, a big one. It was a big one. It was a good phone. Uh, and then after that, it was just pixels. So, um, and you've had like every pixel since, eh? So you went from, you're basically, basically like huge. Which Nexus did you skip? Just the five and the five X? Uh, yeah. Six, I, I guess I, the regular six So five, five X and six. Yeah. Good and the, the, the six was that really, really big one from Motorola. It was, it was like, like a huge. Moto X, but twice as big and without all the cool customizations. Yeah. Super weird phone. Um, yeah, but the, I've been like pretty hard on, on the pixel line, uh, in terms of like that being my main, main line of phones since, um, mm -hmm. I bought the pixel one and I bought the pixel two XL. Um, I did not buy the pixel three, uh, cause that was the year I started working at mobile syrup. Um, but the pixel three is my favorite smartphone of all time, hands down. I ended up using one. I think I started using one a couple months before the Pixel 4 came out to prep myself for the Pixel 4 because I hadn't really used a Pixel phone in a while. Mm. And it is still to this day, like I've got to hear Pixel nice. 3. If Google re-released the Pixel 3 and changed nothing except for putting in a more powerful processor like Tensor or something, I would buy it. And if they released it with, the with like a better screen and longer battery life and a newer chip, I would happily buy it. It's honestly my favorite phone. Like it feels Could so that... perfect in my hand. It's light. It's got that grippy matte glass on the back. It's a, it's, it's a really nice like, thinness too. I love the three XL. I know that's a little more controversy because of that giant notch, but you're right that in your hand, that feel of that glass and the matte yeah. texture on it and the way that it just wraps around, it's not perfect, but it, it really, really is a nice feeling phone. Mm -hmm. And it is, Here's it's a... super thin and I'm like kind of, you know, thin phones are not like the be all and end all. Um, We've kind of like, they've kind of moved away from that in terms of, you know, it used to be that every manufacturer was like constantly trying to make the thinnest phone when it seems yeah, the like they're everything. moving away from that. But I think laptops I are kind of doing the same kind trend. Of miss it. Could there be a Pixel SE? Crazy idea. Well, that's what the A series is. True. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just and the A series, like... the Pixel 3A does not feel nearly as good as the Pixel 3. No. I was the, imagining the like a spare part spin Pixel. I like it. Wait, yeah, the four yeah. A, the four A. I have the four A five G, and I don't mind it either. It's not bad, but it feels more like a Nexus five than a than a Pixel three to me. Yeah, the the Pixel three because of that the the glass, it does feel very premium. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of you know my favorite phone, uh, my favorite smartphone ever. I'll jump and... on that bandwagon uh, just as a little anecdote. I had a Pixel three XL for work. I broke it and I paid the three hundred and fifty dollars myself to fix it because I liked it so much and wanted to keep using it. I remember you doing that. Yeah, so that's yeah. how much I love it as well. It's a good phone. Sorry, John. Yep. Yep. Okay. Do we, do we have any final pixels. thoughts? Um, I mean, no, no one brought it up, and Dean's not here to represent it. But HTC Sense made some some great phones. I remember the commercials for HTC Sense and Palm back in the day really blowing me away. And um, sad that they kind of disappeared because their software seemed to be ahead of its time. But hardware too, the M8 was true. like one of the first like all metal phones. Mm -hmm. M9 was great as well. My cat like ate the corner of it. Really sad about that still. 
I want to say maybe the M7 or whatever the HTC One one did, the Ultra Pixel thing where it was changing with giant, like it was using giant megapixels, but with a similar size sensor to other phones. Which I, I don't have the facts to back this up, but the other day, Dean and I were talking about it, and I'm wondering if that sort of led more into computational photography where we are now. It did, yeah. He he yeah. wrote about it. He did like um, one of these community question things we do where we just try to engage our audience a little bit, and he had a lot of information about the the pixel sizes um, with that phone. Yeah. I I never owned an HTC phone, but um, some of the early HTC phones were what got me into smartphones. Like my buddy had one and I remember seeing it. And like from that point on, I was like, yeah, I I love smartphones now. And that, that was what kind of kickstarted me on that path. That I had the clock widget was just so good. You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Also, HTC you mentioned Palm. The, what was it? The Palm Pre. It was Pre. like this. Was little we little school, phone, yeah. but it like slid up to reveal a full QWERTY keyboard. It looked I like a little stone so too. Badly. It looked so cool. Yeah, this yeah. guy named Joe, who was like kind of my, this guy in high school was like three or four years older than me, but we, um, I don't know, we talked about tech and he had one. He was always really cool with, the, with that stuff. Shout out Joe. He's yeah, listening shout today. Out, shout out Joe shout Steele. Out Joe. Joe Steele's listening. I will be astounded, but Joe, you're a, you're a legend. I had an HTC Desire HD because I remember I had an iPhone 3GS and it broke like the the vibration um, what <laughs> thing like the Habit the button the, like switch oh the switch in the, yeah. in the 3GS like that was a really common thing that broke all the time in them and mine broke several times had to keep paying to get it fixed so I was like I'm never using an iPhone again like threw it away went out and bought That's an funny. HTC Desire HD for like eight hundred dollars outright in a fit of rage and that phone had like super cool phone. One of the first like high definition screens in, in a smartphone, really cool looking, did all kinds of fun stuff with it, like installing different ROMs, and, like emulators and all that crap. But the battery life was like, it couldn't make it through half a day. It was like at 50% by noon, which drove me insane. And I think that had to do with like the screen resolution and all that fun stuff. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That tracks. Um, but yeah. We cool to wrap it up, you think? Yeah, I'm going to miss you guys so. when we do, but yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you too, so, Bennett. Thanks. So that's it. Thanks for listening to the Syrupcast. You can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore Rourke and of course on mobilesyrup.com. Bennett, where can people find you? You can find me pretty much anywhere online at the Brand Fad um, on mobilesyrup.com. I'm working behind the scenes on some new stuff that I'm hoping uh, sometime in the summer we'll get to share with you guys, but I can't promise anything because it's related to some grants we might not get. But uh, you haven't seen me lately, but I'm still around and I'll be back around soon. Actually, next week I'm going to New York to the auto show and another event that I can't talk about yet. So you'll ideally see me doing some cool EV stuff then. You can't talk about anything. Yeah. yeah it's a secret. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at John underscore Lamont. That's J-O-N underscore L-A-M-O-N-T. You can also find me on the website mobilesyrup.com. Although I might be MIA in the coming weeks. Yeah, you can Not find him be. in the I will be. I will be MIA in the coming yeah. weeks. You can find him in like the diaper aisle at Walmart. Just Yeah, you can find me in like the diaper aisle. Sleep. Babies <laughs> are us. Baby ga- yeah. kids gap. Who knows? He'll be he'll be yeah. around those places. Baby, where you is that a store, baby gap? Uh, I think I so. I want to say yes, but I, I haven't been in one lately. It's like a baby decked out with the greatest gap gear. Just with some good jeans. This is Gap, I yeah. think. This shirt. Nice, so. nice, there nice. we go. <laughs> okay. And as <laughs> always, you can find all of our content on mobilesyrup.com and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at mobilesyrup. Thanks for listening and watching.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.